This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. But he, he was asked, apparently, about how to save college football or if he had thoughts about what was going on. Because, you know, he's, he's got guys in the portal. Everybody's guys in the portal. And this is not new. It's a couple of days ago, a few days ago. Uh, but I And I heard it, and I listened to it, and I watched it, and I heard it, and I listened to it, and I watched it. The more I did, I thought, this is just right up our alley. So I want to play this for you. And then see if you agree that Chip Kelly, in one fell swoop, just fixed college athletics, not just college football. I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. I think football should be separate from the other sports. Let me stop that right there. He says, I think they're all a problem. They ask him about transfer portal, NIL, roster movement, roster changes. That's why he started that way. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football. Our, Our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball, but because football left. And they say, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this. <laughs> Not that I've a lot of spent time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group and said there's 132 teams and we all share, in the, same ter- we all share the same TV contract, so that the Mountain West doesn't have one and the Sun Belt doesn't have another and SEC has one and they have another, that we all go together. That's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one. Instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five, you can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You know, a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done, that money now needs to be shared with the student athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing. And the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. Not that I've thought about it. <laughs> uh, all right. That's brilliant on a lot of levels. Now, at the end, what he's talking about players getting paid, that's going to eventually lead to CBA, a collective bargaining yeah. agreement, and, and the players are quote-unquote – Employees. Employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it kind of almost has to if you go by that model uh, and, and you do it that way. But he is right about it would get rid of NIL. He said NIL, you just misspoke there at the end. It would get rid of that because the players would be making money anyway. Now, how would that be dis- distributed? Would would quarterbacks get one level of money and would tight ends get another level of money? Well, that becomes kind of a sticky wicket as well, yeah. especially for the guys like Caleb Williams who were making way more portal money than many other people. So then how does that part of it work? I, I mean, he's only talking about regionality in, in football and basketball, though, which I think is fantastic. Mm. And he's right. Your Olympic sports teams don't need to go across the, 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 the country. I mean, occasionally yeah. for a meet, sure. But yeah. USC didn't need to be running against Rutgers in Piscataway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, he's right, too, about you should be playing Arizona, who's going to be in the Big 12 next year. And sure, you can schedule them, but I mean, I really like his idea. Now, breaking it up, and he, I also loved, and I don't know why I'd never thought of this. Look, if we're going to do what we've done, which Mike Gundy has said for, what, a year and a half now, we're the NFL now, and he's right. If you're going to do that, why not sell divisions to Nike and Amazon? And I don't mean mm-hmm. sell the school. Yeah, yeah. 
But, all right, so you've got this 64 and you've got this 64. And, yeah, he's right about TV contracts, too. Why have nine people negotiating TV rights? Mm. Let's just do TV rights. Now, again, there's going to be bigger pieces of the pie. You know, if you're the SEC, you're not going to like not having control of your TV rights and your teams. That's going to take the power out of commissioners' hands. Yeah. And so that's the reason this will never happen. I mean, first, it, 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 are there problems with, with what he said? Of course there are. You have to get to a CBA and, and that kind of thing or determine how you're going to um, qualify those athletes. Especially and, the paying players part, I feel like, yep. was the most, uh, you know, kind of tangles you up a little bit. Well, in, in terms of before everything beforehand, I think a lot of people are on the same level as, but there's so many other things to go into, I feel like, when you bring up the CBAs and stuff. Yeah, well, it's the CBA. It's it's the treating them like employees that people have always, that's where the wall has always yeah, come up heads. to. Because players have always gotten some stipends. That's always been mm. there. It's just, they. it's not enough for them to do more than just, you know, sure. maybe buy a burger kind of a thing. So that part has been there, but now you're talking about expanding that. And then if you take that money all into one central place and it gets dispersed from there, that makes those 64 at the top even, if you will. It makes the 64 or in the other league, even if you will, and nobody wants to be even mm. because everybody thinks they're better than the other guy. Well, why do they get that? I should get more than this. It's it's really the idea I think we all have. Regionality would be great. Uh, I just don't know why I never thought about, okay, we're going to have this division and it's Amazon. We're going to have this division and it's Nike. Yeah. And we still want to think of college athletics as this pure-driven snow <laughs> thing, and it hasn't been. No. No, there's always been, there's always been nefarious activity SMU. Uh, it's just been either hidden or found, and then, you know, people get penalized and you move on from there. So, but I, I liked how he approached it. I liked that he's thinking of, you know, he's thinking about the player. He says the player's the product, and he's right. Yeah. That's why players' jerseys are sitting in bookstores across the country. You mm-hmm. think that in that North Carolina, there's not some Armando Baycott jerseys oh, yeah. hanging in that gigantic baby blue thing, which I've been in twice. Um, <laughs> Only because my wife is a huge North Carolina fan, because Delaney and I, or Lindsay and I are Duke people, and my wife is a huge North Carolina fan. Man. So I am you know, seeing the fact that, and it is a cool campus, and I've been there to do a broad, to broadcast a football game and a basketball game. Um, so to be on the campus is really cool, because you pull in, and there's the big uh, cornerstone, if you will, that says established 1780-something. You know, and and literally, that's I mean, that's the kind of thing that initially gets you, and it's a beautiful campus to begin with, as is Duke. Although Duke is really gothic, and this one's a little different. Uh, but you pull in there, and I said, "All right, I'll go get you a North Carolina shirt." So I walk into this. <laughs> I mean, it is a it, when well, you think of a, of a school bookstore. <laughs> yeah, this thing goes way beyond. It's it's a doggone Walmart almost, <laughs> and it's all that baby blue. Yeah, everywhere you look, and every product available i mean the duke store is nice but it's not very big yeah i mean the duke store is not any bigger than tulsa's but the store at north carolina is is uh, costco for that kind of stuff so yes i've been there uh yeah you can imagine they've got those things hanging there i mean there you, you think that they didn't sell jerseys that had billy sims on them or, or adrian mm-hmm. peterson at oklahoma of course they did barry right. sanders jerseys at oklahoma state so yeah those guys deserve those and those ladies too who are making money deserve uh, deserve their cut of the pie. I like what he said, and I'd love to hear what you think at 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. I'd love to hear what you think about it and where you think the flaws lie. I mean, first of all, you've got to get a lot of people to give up a lot of power and a lot of money 
you then have to decide how you want to work scheduling, and no one's going to agree on that. And up to up to this point, we haven't seen any examples where that could happen. You know, no, no. But you're going to ask 64 different institutions to be happy with one outcome. Yeah, try that. <laughs> gather 64 people in a room. It sounds so good in theory, though, Rick. <laughs> yeah, g- gather 64 people in a room and give them any idea. I'm going to serve hot dogs for lunch. I don't like hot dogs. We're going to serve hamburgers. I don't like hamburgers. Uh, we're going to serve burritos. I don't eat Mexican. Mm. I mean, whatever the case may be is, and whatever the thing is, 64 people agreeing on something or coming to a decision of, all right, that's not my favorite, but I can deal with it, is would be enormous. And and if you do that, who runs it? You know, he says we need a commissioner in, in each of those things. Yeah. And every conference commissioner teams. is going to want to fight for that. Yeah. But doesn't it need to be bigger than that? Because at that point you really are the NFL and that is double the NFL size. <laughs> well, it's a it's a well, it's in, yes, well, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. more than that. But it's also a, becomes a much more business deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and I understand the NFL's business. I get it. But those are indiv- those are people who are running a franchise. So yeah. their interest is only in what that franchise gets. Whoever runs a group A, let's say, or Nike as he called it, is going to have to have everybody's best interest in mind. And then every one of those 64 schools is going to have an idea of what their best interest is, which is why it can never work. But, it, you know, Coach Stoops said to us m- months ago, look, the only way to make this work is to break it all apart. The group of five goes one way and the power five goes another. And the group of five don't like that because they want to be able to schedule games against the other guys and make money, and they all think they belong. And some have been able to fight their way up there, but not that many. I mean, even the Boises of the world who had the big splashes and were really good for a long time never got there. And then kind of trailed back down to where they are now, which is a good team, but not Power 5 worthy. That's the thing. They, they've built up enough to where they're one of those power or group of five teams that's like always like, oh, it's Boise State on, you know? Like yeah. they, they have that. Uh, but they were never able value. to get themselves to that yeah, next right. level consistently. Right. UCF was finally able to do that. And really didn't have any more success than Boise, but they happened to be in Orlando. Yeah. And Boise happens to be in Upper Idaho. <laughs> and and their believe me. I love you, Boise. I, I do too. I love yeah. that city. I love the stadium. I love that I've I've been up there multiple times to broadcast games. It's always wonderful. They had exceeded my expectations. They had a wonderful downtown way before Tulsa did. Mm-hmm. And, and Tulsa's now matched that and surpassed it even. But that Boise's a great place, but it's not Orlando. Right. You know, and it's not a gigantic state, a big gigantic state school that has all that money and all those things. And, and it, but I, I mean, hey, arguably UCF didn't win any more big games than Boise did. Mm-hmm. But they got there. You know, they were able to claw their way in. SMU was able to, well, buy their way in because that's exactly <laughs> what they did. <clears throat> doing it before it was normal. Yeah. Was well, cool. yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. They, back when they got caught for doing what they just did, but now it's okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.